This is the MLW Radio Network. Time to start your day the right way with front row material. Starring ECW legend Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whitbrick. Now, let's welcome your host, Mike Freak. Welcome to another episode of Front Row Material. No, no, this is not Freeland. I am the Rit, and with me is the explosive Kate. Kate, how are you doing? I've been called worse than explosive. Unfortunately, that's been something that's literal in New Jersey. Uh, during the storm, very close to me, there was a house that like literally exploded with a transformer. Um, everyone's okay. We are safe where we are. We have made it through the storm. And ironically, who do we have on today but JC Storm? Oh, uh, just like creating so much synergy for us. I'm much more excited to talk to her than I have been in the past 24 hours in regards to storms. But she's going to do some damage at PPW. So I'm excited to, to speak to her about that. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, if, if you were there last month at Aerial Assault, she was explosive. She was on fire, and she was so close. Adina Steele, right? I believe. Yes, yes. Yeah. She was so close, but she just didn't, didn't, didn't get that extra second she needed. That's so. all it takes, man. But you, you only get better, and you learn, and that's what JC Storm is gonna do. And I, I can't wait to, I can't wait to talk to her about this card. There's so much coming up in this card in September. This is one of their biggest shows of the year, if not the biggest show of the year. So very excited to hype it up with you today. Man, this Saturday, you know, we're, we're almost over the hype week. Yeah. Tonight's, thir- tonight's Thursday. We only got one more night. And How then the it's anniversary eight. Are we like already into September? This is wild. Man, but hey, enough about us. It's not about us. It's about PPW. And tonight it's about JC Storm. Let's bring her on in. What's up, guys? Hey. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Right. Doing good. Are you safe at home? Did you experience any of this shoot storm that's been going on? Or are you just like, I'm the storm, so it doesn't really affect me? I mean, <laughs> come on. Like, <laughs> we all know this is pretty much the same thing I deal with every single day. I am the storm. This is nothing but a walk in the park for me. So last week was nothing but just a little bit of raindrops. Uh, I'm kind of really glad that right now for this interview, we're kind of like in the eye of the storm. Everything's calm. And then two days from now, this Saturday, PPW anniversary eight, you can release the chaos once again. Exactly. Pretty much like a hurricane or like a tornado, you know, when you get to the middle of the eye, Everything is very calm, cool, collective. It's very beautiful. And then once you get out of that, there's chaos. Uh, So that's pretty much what's going to happen this Saturday. So Rip mentioned that you are coming off of a loss, but such a great match and so close to Adina Steele. How are you feeling going into this match? What do you think you are going to do to push yourself over the edge and get a victory 
this time around? You know, um, everything that happened uh, in that match, uh, I have uh, looked over it. Every little second in detail, uh, I have written over what my mistakes were. And also the little things that ha that happened that weren't on my favor, obviously, and especially with this ref um, just ruining my opportunity. You know, some might call it bias, uh, but I like to think I'm going to learn from these experience. And I think I'm coming into this match more prepared, more aware, for sure. And I'm going to bring up some things up my sleeves that I didn't get to show in the last match that I'm excited for everyone to see. Well, we are excited to see it, too. Glad to hear you're a student of the game and that you are excited to get back out there. You have been wrestling all over the country, exploding like Nashville. You've been everywhere of late. What's it been <laughs> like to get out there? We're finally like kind of in some post-pandemic wrestling, at least for the time being. Are you having fun getting to explore these different cities and go wrestle in these different places? Oh, my God. It's been an honor. Uh, I've got... To, I literally just came out to pro wrestling um, in April, uh, but I've been training for four years with Amazing Red. Uh, but yeah, coming out now and doing pro wrestling since April, I've got to go out to West Virginia, Nashville, Florida, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and I get to do, um, and I got to do, also do uh, Connecticut. So it's been nothing but an honor to me. Uh, going out wrestling these female wrestlers who are just trying to show that we can do exactly what these men can do and we can hang and we can main event and we can do all that just as good as the men could so it's been nothing but an honor to me it's been an incredible time in women's wrestling across the board right now. You've seen so much going on with the Ring of Honor Women of Honor tournament. You've seen what's going on in the Impact Knockouts division. Such a great time in, in women's wrestling and getting to see talent like you highlighted on the indies and then pulled in on all these different ways is so exciting. Do you have any dream opponents out there that have been on your mind or because you're kind of just breaking into this, you're like, just give me everyone and we'll see what sticks. <laughs> so definitely one of my dream, dream, dream opponents is uh, Meiko. Uh, she's in NXT uh, UK right now. Um, but she, I definitely have looked up to her for some time now, look into all her styles and everything. Um, Cause I do want to eventually go out to Japan and study out there, uh, learn from these women. They're all so tough and it's so inspiring. Uh, but right now, if I want to wrestle someone, I think it would, well, hopefully maybe in the near future it would be Masha Slamovich. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She has wrestled at, uh, my school uh, during training for some time. So I did get to exchange a little here and there with her, but it wasn't like a full match or anything like that. But seeing her with her is also an, an inspiration, you know, seeing her go out during the pandemic and stay in Japan and, and train and then come back, rip it, kill it. It's just, you know, to share the ring with her would be an honor. Like, 
Of course, sure. we saw her on NWA Empower too. Incredible she showing. Me. And she killed me. <laughs> like one of the best names in wrestling too, right? Masa Slamovich. It doesn't get much cooler than that. You mentioned uh, you've been training for four years and with Amazing Red, who's just one of the most legendary wrestlers of, of all time and that you want to go to Japan. That's a lot of commitment to your training. And I'm that's awesome to hear because I think a lot of people say they go to wrestling school and then they launch themselves out there without exploring you know any other opportunities or maybe taking full advantage of getting a very well-rounded wrestling education what inspired you to stay in the education like space for so long before you decided to kind of branch out into into live wrestling um i've been a wrestling fan like my whole life my dad got me into it uh when i was younger we used to like it used to be me and my sister and he used to sit us down and watch wrestling and then i had like the Nintendo 64, and he used to buy the game and all that. My sister used to just run off and play, like, with the Barbies. And I used to just stay, like, watching wrestling with him and everything. So I've been into wrestling my whole life. Um, so my thing was just I wanted to understand wrestling, like, all well-rounded. So when my trainer, you know, gave us training, basic training, and, then you know, you get a little more advanced and stuff like that. But I wanted to make sure that I understood everything that needed to be taught and learned about it. Uh, with the whole uh, character and getting to know who you are, what do you want to portray in your character and your gimmick, all of that. So I feel like with that, you can't rush that. You know, a lot of it comes within time and you finding yourself and who you want to be in the ring. And I feel like that's what makes everybody special and different. So well, and that's it's what took me, you know, the four years. I mean, maybe three years, I guess, because I, I, with that, I'm including the, the the pandemic year. So maybe like a year off. So three. Um, but I just also wanted to make sure that I was ready and also wanted him to see that I was ready to go out and, and do what I love to do. <laughs> And it's paying off because you were already closing in on Adina Steele. You already have this incredible match coming up. I also did want to say, because I saw on your Twitter that you are on the side of right, that you are a Yankees fan coming back to New York City. Ritt is a Red Sox fan, and I was going to throw it over to him for some questions, but now I don't know if we should maybe just bury him the whole interview. I don't know. I mean, how are you? <laughs> we're on a streak. Did you make this lose happen? That's exactly what it is. He was like, you know what? He was like, I know I'm going to be on with these two lady Yankee fans. They had won 15 in a row or whatever. He was like, I'm going to snap the streak and then I'm going to have them on because Ritz a coward. Ritz, did you have any questions for JC Storm? Wow. Um, <laughs> well, I love uh, it. I love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I don't really know right now. I'm, I'm trying to sit there and think uh, we're winning two nothing the Red Sox. So uh, how are you guys doing? <laughs> wow listen we we were doing great like we were on a streak <laughs> no hadn't lost in weeks and then i blame Rit. i think that's fair right you know you know what i'm just gonna say it don't blame me but after i've been asked about doing this interview was that the yankees started losing so it could have something to do with this she knows she hey. knows that Anything possible. Anything's possible. Well, You're thankfully, I'm going to be the one on site at PPW this weekend, <laughs> not Rit. 
So we'll have the good vibes flowing. We'll be back. <laughs> All right. Hey, right now on the air, Kate, if you finish ahead of us, I will wear a Yankees jersey. <gasps> oh but if we finish ahead of you, you got to wear a Red Sox jersey. I'm not buying a Red Sox jersey under I'll any circumstance. I will send you one. Okay, just if you go, send just, me just one, wear I'll wear it. I'll cry, but I'll do it. Oh, man, this is this is rough. Teating up. Whoa, whoa. You thought you had heat this weekend? Me and Rhett, we've got our own issues going on. So. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it, a friendly competition. JC, you want in on this? You know what? I'll be in on it. Okay, oh, okay. my girl. Okay, here we go. If the Red Sox finish ahead of the Yankees. By the end of the season. By the end of the season. Okay. At the next PPW show after that. Okay. You have to wear a Red Sox jersey to come out to the ring in. You got oh. to incorporate that. Wait, that's um, not fair because you're getting two for the price of one. I don't like that at all. Why not? So because because then we both have to wear Red Sox gear, but only you have to wear Yankees gear. That's not a fair trade, sir. Oh, okay, okay. You How have about to buy us tickets. Me and JC are going to a game on your dime. Yeah, that's exactly. what it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Next year, bus trip. Bam. I'm in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I was going to sweeten the deal and say, because Mike Messina lives like maybe 45 minutes away, I could probably, you know, Ooh. get a, get an interview, you know, for you guys. But eh, I'll take the other one better. Wow. Rude. Let's get back on track and talk yes. about PPW because so, this is just going to get increasingly more vicious. So, anyways, JC. Okay, you said that you were trained by Amazing Red, you know. So how was that? I love asking, I asked the Encore, going up to him and say, hey, do you think I'm ready to uh, go out on my own? Because that's always the question that people don't like to ask. Ah, yeah, this is a toughie. Um, I think with that, you know, uh, with Amazing Red, he knows each and one of his um, students personally no matter how big the school is, no matter how many students are there, he knows all his students personally. Uh, and that's something that you only get to experience if you're actually there at the school. So just being there and dedicating your time and you know everything you have for the profession, um, it's something that you get to talk with him uh, as, as your process goes, goes along. With me personally, um, you know, it, it's just, I feel like it was something I felt, uh, it was just me picking up, you know, structure of, of, of matches and, um, kind of like what, what was right, what was wrong. Obviously I wouldn't say that I know everything about it. You know, it, I feel like every time I step in the ring, I learn something new. Um, I get to take something away from that match that I didn't know, obviously, uh, before that. And that's something I'm totally grateful, but that is something that I feel like I would only know going out and doing in pro wrestling, like outside indie wrestling. Uh, but, you know, he, he, he saw something in me that he believed and he gave me his blessing to do, to actually, go out there and, and do pro wrestling, I guess. 
So I'm truly grateful for that. That that for me feels like like it, words can't explain. Like you know, just your your owner. I mean, not your your owner. Your trainer. <laughs> In some ways. <laughs> yeah, your trainer. Um, you know, someone that you looked up to your whole pro wrestling life. Because for me, it was like obviously these like big WWE fans, but also amazing rad like you know he was definitely one of my inspirations for wrestling his things were his, his moves his styles everything was so unique and that's what i liked about him you know being able to see something and make it your own and switch it into like something unique and also just building something from scratch and he had that that nobody else in the game had so i was i grew up you know doing like cheerleading in high school and stuff like that and every time i was in the cheer squad you know i always wanted little things that were different and everyone would be like you're crazy like no and i'm like you know so it's, it's something that i had in connection with him and every time i saw that i got to bring that part of me into wrestling and i used to be like oh like oh this this and he's like yeah yeah so that's something that i brought into some of my wrestling moves so i do have wrestling moves that I, I tweaked into like my own little things and hopefully they can be recognized as my own stuff now. <laughs> That's awesome. And kind of in line with that, you had said part of the reason that you leaned so heavily into your wrestling education was you wanted to really discover what it is that you were portraying and who you were as a wrestler. What was that process like and how do you feel like you knew you had arrived when you're ready? Is that something you wait for? Amazing Red to tell you, or were you like, no, I know where I'm at now. I'm ready to go do this. <laughs> there was definitely times when uh, during training, like me and a lot of other people as well, we were like, oh no, like we're ready. We're definitely ready. And then, you know, you, <laughs> you do these matches. <laughs> you have these matches and then like you finish your match and you're like, oh my God, we ripped it. Like we killed it. And then like your trainer's like, you guys were bad like what was that <laughs> and, and it was just like oh well oh, we thought we did good okay he's like no this this, and that and then after you know he explained the psychology to us and like you know you start understanding like little by little you're like and then you rewatch it as well so you're like oh no oh my god ew why did i do that or oh my god why is my footing like this and you start like nitpicking everything and you were like, and then you start thinking to yourself, like, oh my God, we were so bad. What were we thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Whereas to like now, it'll just be like simple things like, oh, like this, you can you could have done that or this and whatever, or this and that and the third. But you know, for the most part, everything was good. So it's like, yeah, yes, you know, like now you know you're learning, you're growing. Now you're putting everything that you learned into like your matches and everything. That's awesome. We, of course, are talking to JC Storm. Coming up, huge pay-per-view, PPW. Are you excited to see anybody in particular on this PPW show, either who you may be facing at this point or just other matches on the card that you're excited about? A lot of talent at PPW. Talk to us about that. So I'm definitely excited to see Mercedes. I'm not facing her. <laughs> But I am excited to see her, meet her. 
who knows, maybe attacked her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, fighting words from JC Storm. I, you heard it here first, you guys. JC Storm is coming after Mercedes Martinez. No, she's she's incredible and has given so I'm much to this industry. I, no, yeah, that's a, I, I literally love her. I love her fighting style. I love her attitude. Like, I'm so excited to finally have the chance to meet her. And I feel like she's done a difference in the women's division, even if she like, doesn't think she has. Like, there's so much stuff that she has done outside of indie wrestling, inside of indie wrestling, and even pro when she got signed and everything. So there's so much things that I want to talk to her about. So I'm excited to actually get the chance to meet her for Absolutely. sure. Yeah. Uh, so are uh, going to give us any insight of, you know, what you're going to be asking? I'm kind of curious. <gasps> no. <laughs> no, because if she gives me any advice, I might be able to use that to finally get the PPW Women's Championship belt that I deserve. Because let's all be real for a second. I should have won that match if it wasn't for this ref and his distractions and him telling me that I had to let go of my submission. We all know she would have tapped out and you would have had been speaking to your new women's PPW champion. So Fighting I carried out the secrets this time around. See, that's smart. See, this is what happens when you get trained by Amazing Red. You're not going to leak everybody's secrets. You're going to use that, and you're going to bring that to PPW in another championship match sometime. I would not be mad about a rematch between Adina Steele and yourself, um, but we have so much exciting wrestling on this card coming up this weekend. I can't wait. So when you went to uh, go for training, you chose Amazing Red. Were there any other schools that you were looking into, you know, uh, before you made your decision? I looked into um, different other schools, you know, because I, well, I live in the Luminous City of Cloud Nine, but I occasionally visit the Bronx. Uh, so I was trying to see uh, locations nearby. Um. Uh, but, you know, just looking into it and everything was that I found out that Amazing Red was uh, one of the owners of House of Glory, along with Brian Excel, which I completely respect um, as well. He's he's great. Um, so once I saw that, there was, there was no it's, buts. It doesn't matter how expensive it was. I knew that I had to get there and I made everything possible to get there to get there was a journey for me but <laughs> <laughs> but i did what i had to do um yeah here i am <laughs> where has been your favorite place to wrestle outside of new york since you've now gotten to explore some some uh, other states and your short career oh god i feel like i'm on the spot here We'll say one of your favorites so that you don't feel like you're putting anybody down. But anything that stands out as like being a, a really fun place to wrestle. And, and we're uh, even take PPW off the re off the table because we, yeah, we already know it's a great place to work. That could get you in trouble. There's already corrupt refs running around here, all right? Exactly. We don't need to make it worse for you. So not New York, not PPW. When you've when you've traveled further, what's what has been an outstanding fun time for you? 
you know, I would say Florida. I'm, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Between... <laughs> you don't have to choose one. You can well, put over everyone if you want. My, one of my good and, and favorites is Florida. Um, the crowd over there is just unbelievable. I don't know what it is. I don't know what Kool-Aid they're drinking, but it's just literally, <laughs> it's the best like crowd reaction that you can ask for, especially even, you know, when you're like late in the card and people are tired and stuff like that. Um, it's, it was just such an amazing opportunity and they're just so invested and they, they give you that reaction no matter like face, heel, the story, like it's just, it's incredible. Like, you know, uh, definitely Florida. <laughs> that makes sense. There's been so much wrestling there, especially in the pandemic too, with AEW setting up shop there and obviously WWE as well. Maybe they're really used to having storms there because there's always storms. Maybe they were very excited to see you because they're just like used to that vibe, but that's awesome to hear. And it's awesome to hear that you've gotten to spread your wings as far as Florida and your short career already. That is yeah. so Listen, cool. I'm glad I'm you're just getting out there. Let you know, not all storms come into your life to disrupt your life. Some of them come to clear your path. So maybe I went down there and cleared their path and they saw what greatness looks like. There it is. Look at that. I love that. <laughs> Coming in to clear the path for you. You can see clearly now because JC Storm has come through. You now know what quality women's wrestling looks like. She's going to be bringing it to PPW this weekend. Cannot wait to see it. So JC, you got any special pre-match rituals that you, you know, you have to do at every show. Some people have them. Some people don't. Some people think they're superstitious. <laughs> um i don't really believe in superstitions um except for like when it comes to like certain things i guess so i guess maybe that does count because like the whole like walking under the ladder thing <laughs> yep yep <laughs> i hear that one okay um but no um right before my match i normally come in with my luminous cloud for my entrance uh, so once I turn on my cloud and I'm behind the curtains, I always, I always pray before, but I always do just a short single prayer. I'm a Christian, uh, highly believer of God. So I always, you know, just pray to God just to keep me safe and my opponent safe and for everyone to enjoy the match and to have fun because at the end of the day, we all want to have fun. This is what we love doing. Um, but we also want to be safe, you know? Uh, so those are just little words that I say to myself um, before I head out the curtain every single show I've been in. And I hope that I can continue that for any other future show I do. It has kept me safe and my opponent safe too. So There you go, which is pretty good considering how young you are in your career. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Where did the inspiration for JC Storm come from and what do you... What is the one thing that you want fans to take away after they see you wrestle? Okay, so, oh my God. <laughs> so coming up with a wrestling name is not easy at all, let me just tell you. <laughs> um, but little fun story. My uh, Instagram used to be J Concourse. So just the letter J and then the word Concourse. And 
I used to have a pretty good amount of followers. And then once I got into wrestling, my followers number went up. So my trainer would always tell me, you know, like your following, your following is, is not that bad. So maybe you should keep your own page and then just change certain things about it. And um, that way you can just keep your followers and you already have a lot of uh, like wrestling fan followers there. So I was like, okay. So when I first went into House of Glory, uh, they were doing this thing where if you didn't have your notebook that day, you have to stand on a separate line. But that was my first day of coming in as a student. So he read is like, you know, oh, if you don't have your notebook, stand on the left. If you do, then stand around the ring. So I'm like, what's happening? And then he's like, oh, um, if you're on the left because you forgot your notebook, then you're going to have to do a promo. And I'm like, what? In front right now, I don't even know these people. And he's like, oh, like, I'm sorry, what was your name? And he's like, it's okay. Like, you don't have to do it. But um, if you want to, you could. But you don't have to do it because, you know, this is your first day, so you don't have your notebook. And I'm like, no, no, I, I want to do it. Like, this is what I want to do, right? So why not? And he's like, okay, cool. So we got online. You stand in the middle of the ring. They turn off, like, the lights outside, and they shoot the, all the lights at you. And it was like so nerve-wracking. I'm like, what am I doing? But okay, here we go. So I sh I cut a promo. I was like, I don't even know if I want to be like heel or face. But I'm just like blah blah blah. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was horrible. But I was just like, you know, because I don't play tag. I've been it. And then I'm like, you don't even have to know my name. You can just call me Storm. But that was because I had like all my hair like super like light and white. Um. So I guess it was rephrasing it um, or referring it a little bit to like the X-Men storm at the moment. So then, you know, he was like, yeah, that go that that sticks with you, storm. And, it, and he said, well, what's your real name? So I tell him my real name and he's like, no, 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 storm, storm. That, 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 that's your name from now on. And I'm like, okay, because my, my real name is like super long and we don't have to talk about it. But <laughs> so if you had had a notebook... You might never have had this name. Like if you just walked into training day one with a notebook, that came out of this moment. That is so cool. I love hearing that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because <laughs> apparently he like they give he gives people nicknames um, depending on like what your style is or like the botches you do and stuff like that during training. So your your nickname just comes along. But my nickname that I gave to myself just happens to stick with me. And it happened to stick with me the whole way. So I thought Storm was just a little too plain. Because everybody has Storm, like, you know. Um, so since my, my Instagram was J Concourse, I just took the J and the C from it. And they just put JC Storm. I love that. Oh, that's so great. I, I love that it came out of something that, like, to find me. At least they can still search the J and the C in the front, and then the storm <laughs> should come along. Yeah, they're not like, where'd this girl go? Yeah. <laughs> I love that it came out of something organic. That's really cool. Because I think, like you said, it's hard to think of a name like that. Same with, like, bands or anything. It's like when something just, like, comes from an inspired place, that's so much better than, like, sitting around thinking of what you want your name to be. So that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, who are some wrestlers you looked up to, you know, watching growing up? Oh, Sting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sting. Sting, Sting right? in the storm. Yes. When I was younger, I wanted 
<laughs> I wanted to have my face all painted. I wanted to come down the ring with like the wire. Like that was my player. And when I used to play Nintendo 64 uh, with my cousins, they were all older than me and guys. They never wanted to tell me when you get out of the ring, what button you have to press to get inside the ring again. And they used to leave me out there. So it's things just used to go like this. That's <laughs> the same button, and it was just—I just remember that playing in my head all the time. It was horrible, but that was my favorite wrestler growing up. I'm like, yeah, if I meet him one day, I have to tell him this story. Now I know how to get back in. I think you have to press like Y. <laughs> you figured it out since. That's so funny. Uh, oh my yeah. gosh! Any no. women's wrestlers that you loved growing up? Oh, um, I definitely, definitely looked into the whole Japan thing. Um, and it was Mimi Toyota. Yeah. Um, it's just the, their strong style and the way they yeah. wrestled. Everything was so realistic to me. Even now, like when I watch it, like, and I know wrestling, I'm like, oh, that is some serious beat down. Like, that is crazy. Like. I need to go <laughs> So is that the next major goal for you then to go work Japan? I definitely want to go spend a couple of months in Japan and learn from the women over there. That would be like an honor for me. I feel like you would do really well there. Like I feel like you'd be you would be outstanding there. Like you would be very unique in there. I think that would be really good. Yeah. Good luck. That's a that's awesome. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So, so a lot of people love to spend t like when I was at PPW last month. Entrances, there were a lot of great ones. If you had a WrestleMania style entrance, what would you know? What would you want to incorporate in it? This is all you. Go ahead. Oh my God! First of all, the fact that I come out with a cloud that illuminates, and I do my own like remix to my own music. That's something if I had like major backstage and all this, like I would have other people dress like maybe like in back backgrounds of like the clouds come out with me and then some of them illuminate in certain LED lights depending on my gear change because my cloud illuminates in certain colors. So if I if I come out in my blue gear, the la the cloud illuminates blue. I come on my green gear it illuminates, illuminates green red red so it's something that if i had like more money you know maybe pyro fog uh <laughs> it would look really dope um if they can come out from different angles and then kind of lead it where it's like foggy and like the cloud that they're holding up kind of lower towards a straight line you know what i was thinking more of like Dragon Ball Z, you know how like Goku, he's floating in the, the cloud. Nimbus. Exactly. I love that. You've thought about this before. I can tell. You got your eyes set on the prize. I like you know, it. I you were like, I have an answer for you. Mania moment. Like that's how it would, I would have it come down like that. And then, you know, you make the reference. I'm pretty sure Dragon Ball Z is like pretty famous. People would get the reference. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I seen your, your entrance, that's the first thing that came to my mind was, was Dragon Ball Z. Yes. <laughs> there you uh, go. Love it. 
Yes, yeah, because one thing about my character is I definitely want to stay away from the whole uh, Storm X-Man thing. My character is more of uh, like the elemental, uh, more of a like natural disaster. So there are certain times when I come out like in my green office. So that's more of like a earth thing, earthquake type of thing. I have like another red outfit that I haven't debuted in. But that's more of a like volcano, like eruption kind of look. And then I have my blue one, which is obviously the storm one that has the, the bolts coming down. And that's more of storm. So I have different type of things that I just haven't debuted yet that I'm excited for everyone to see. But are we going to get to see one this weekend? Maybe. Maybe. Yes. All right. Trying to get some scoops. You can't blame me here on the gear. <laughs> <laughs> so going through your career, is there a particular match or a particular opponent that when you work them, you're like, man, this really, this feels good. You know, that match was amazing. You know what? There is a specific person that every time I have a match with, I feel like it comes out great. I don't know if it's because I've known this person for quite some time now, but um, it's ultraviolet. And um, every time we, we talk about a match and we end up doing a match, uh, story-wise and everything, um, it just flows correctly. Um, we already know how we are inside the ring and out. So it just feels great. You know, very believable. Um, everyone's invested in the story. It's just, it's very easy to sell. And it's, it's just great. Like I would, I would love like having matches with her all the time. I love that. So JC, are, uh, is a big group that comes from the same school as you down to PPW shows. Do you, I'm curious, do you ride with them all? Because I know a lot of them come together. Um, I ride with only two guys from my school, which is Encore and uh, Elijah Eden. Okay. Nice. Very cool. So we're, we're kind of the little tree amigos. We kind of like graduated a little together or gave, or where Red gave us the okay together. So we were kind of like that little class of our own only. So we, we travel together. So like we, we've been to the shows in West Virginia together. Um, we go to PPW together. We went to Jersey together. Uh, we went to Connecticut together. So we always, it's just, you know, it's always us. I actually have a, a tag match with Encore coming up in, in uh, Pennsylvania in October coming up that we're facing another group. So. so that's what happens. You get the lady to keep them in line on the car ride. Yeah, we're gonna Start go back more. You keep them, keep them in shape. <laughs> I, you know, they, <laughs> I keep them entertained. The conversations they have, I don't even know. You know, I don't know what guys <laughs> talk about, but sometimes I'm back there and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, for this show, we're going to have, uh, we're going to go under the, the Luminous Entertainment. Oh, I love that. Look, I look, love that. Look at you. Three years in and you're already starting the, the brand 
that you know get yourself out there hey who's in charge of the playlist on the car ride that's the big question and what's on it oh my god so pretty much the playlist goes from encores playlist and then elijah gets some things in and then when i'm tired of hearing both of these like (laughs) it's just rap music for two hours and so like i love rap music but sometimes I need to hear something else. <laughs> just need a break. Then after get that, it. I'm just like, can we play something else? And then I change it. But <laughs> we're, we're very, very respectful. And we love each other. And, you know, we just want everybody's ride and to be safe and comfortable, pretty much. Okay. Have you lived in New York your whole life? Or did you just train in New York? Well, I live in the luminous city of Cloud Nine. Right, I'm sorry, excuse me. <laughs> but yes, uh in New York. In New York, I used to live in originally in, in New York City in Manhattan and then I moved to the Bronx and then I moved to the luminosity of Cloud Nine. <laughs> How foolish of me. No worries. <laughs> So, JC, I'm curious. We were talking about music a little bit ago. What are your top five songs on your most played? Wait, right. What do you What do you mean, like uh, on your? If you, if you look, open up iTunes, Spotify, what are your top five songs that, that are playing all the time for you? Oh, oh God, this is horrible. Oh. <laughs> it's a tougher question than you would think. It is because I I play a little bit of everything, so like you know I play pop, R and B, country, blues, K pop. Like you know I play a little bit of everything. So if you open up my stuff like randomly, you're gonna find like Korean music, and you're like, do you understand it? And I'm like, no, but I love to listen to it in the gym. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> I watch anime a lot, so. During anime shows, they'll give like the the beginning music and then the ending music, and sometimes I like it, so I'll just shazam it, and then I'm vibing to it. But then I also, I don't know, I listen to like Dua Lipa, and then I'll go back to old school music to like slow jams, and I don't know. Oh my god, so it's really hard. I don't know. I have a, a lot of crazy music. <laughs> No, you got the sampler platter. I love it. I'm the same way. If, if you put my random on, it's terrifying. Yeah, you don't know what you're going to get on there. Yeah. Yeah, like you might get some Evanescence. Like, bring me back to life. I don't know. I love it. It's the same thing with me when I'm at work. Like, they tell me, hey, hook up to my speaker because it plays for the whole room. And it goes from, you know, Drowning Pool to Prince to, you know, all over the place. And they're like, What's going on? I'm like, I'm giving a little something for everybody. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to work Japan. Are there any other goals other than being PPW champion, which is not that far off. If anybody has seen you wrestle, I think we know it's coming. Um, but what else is on the radar for you as far as uh, goals? I do like to also incorporate um, uh, Lucha in my fighting style. So I would also be grateful if I get the opportunity to go and wrestle for AAA. Sure. Hot promotion right now, too. It's nice to see them on the coming back strong and getting so many American eyes on their product with this last pay-per-view. Very cool. Oh, yeah. But there's definitely, like, some promotions here in the United States that I have my eye on. 
um, just even like now, I have my eye on like Battle Club, uh, Limitless, um, OVW, um, you know, Impact. There's just, you know, certain little promotions that I have to just keep on working uh, and showing to everyone that I got guts what is hate. And who knows? Maybe I'll be in contact. They'll be in contact. Who knows? Absolutely. That's awesome. Uh, well, what are your thoughts on, you know, companies like Mission Pro and Shimmer, you know, supporting and concentrating oh. just on women's wrestling? Oh, Mission Pro in Texas is definitely on my radar. <laughs> um, you know, the women there are super tough, are super great. So that's, you know, just me coming off starting in April. I want to make sure that when I'm there, I'm good to go. You know, roller skates set me off. I'm flying. Uh, <laughs> so I want to make sure I'm, I'm good and ready, you know. Um I don't like to underestimate myself because when I have a goal, I make sure that I obtain it and I go. Um, so it's definitely there. I didn't want to put it out there yet. But, <laughs> <laughs> but now that we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah, it came up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. These, those are definitely, you know, all women promotions. So those are definitely promotions that are no go. Like, they're definitely there for me. <laughs> hey, yeah. don't don't worry. Right after tonight, when this goes and airs, I'll make sure I tag Thunder Rosa in it. Our, our, <laughs> hey, hey. Oh our third guy, Mike Freeland, he's in contact with Thunder Rosa because we're trying to, you know, broker a small deal with Mission Pro. So maybe we could sit there and, you know, throw your name in there. Here, I'll, I'll make wow. you feel really good about this, too. I met Thunder Rosa and I cried like last November. So like, don't feel like intimidated or weird. I was just like ugly crying because I find her incredibly inspirational as well. So, and she was so sweet. What happened was I wrote her a letter and she was doing a signing and then she was like, can we read it right now? And I was not expecting that. So just like immediately was just like ugly Wait, crying. So you can't make a worse that. impression than I did. <laughs> She's awesome though. She's she is such a little ass kicker on so many levels. So oh, you're no, gonna yeah, get yeah. there. Whether from it's what, from, you're yeah, next. From what I've heard and everything, I mean I bet she is, but from what I've heard, she's a super sweetheart. And you know, I definitely want want to meet her in my near future. Cause that's definitely she's kicking ass right now, okay? My sorry for my language, but she is kicking ass right now. <laughs> she is. Hey, we've had, we've had Mikey uh, Whipwreck on as, as a co-host. Oh, so 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 the the language is out the window. Oh, I would not Mikey's be here. Great. Mikey's great. I would not be here if the language was an issue. It just <laughs> I, this would not coexist very well. Yeah. <laughs> where, if you don't mind me asking, where are you recording from? All right, so I'm recording from my car just because I got out of training. Right out of training to talk to us. Look at you making time for yes, us. Thank yes. you. I needed to make sure I got some training before I go and kick some butt this weekend. Um, but I also wanted to make sure I speak to you guys because you guys are awesome. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. And you are definitely preparing to kick ass at PPW. How are you feeling going into it in general? You feeling good? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling recharged, you know. 
I got my anger out. I let out a hurricane on people. Sorry, not sorry. Um, so I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Awesome. Red, <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna ask the question? Ooh. The question, has, is it like a big question? This is the biggest question <laughs> that you're ever gonna be asked. Oh no. Okay. I'm nervous. I ask this to everybody that's on our podcast. Hot tub time machine. Hot tub time machine. Okay. Okay, you can go back in the time. Okay. To any wrestling match. Oof. Take somebody, ah. take somebody out, and put you in that match. What match is it, and why? All right. Okay. I love. You're just like I am. Where if somebody asks you a hypothetical, you're like, I take it very seriously. <laughs> Oh my god. I, I love it. I'm the same way. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. You know what? I'm gonna have to go with Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. Ooh. That moment where he says, I'm sorry to you. I'm sorry, I love you, super kick. Super kicks. Yeah. I'm going to have to, I, I feel like I would have to go in there because I feel like Ric Flair was never the same after that. That was kind of it. He kind yeah. of looked like a melted candle. Like things were not looking good for Ric Flair at that time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to have to insert myself in there and I'm going to have to take Shawn Michaels spotlight and do it myself. Oh, 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 look at you. The heartbreak yeah. storm over here. I love it. Exactly. Wow. You are the moment. That you... time was legendary. Imagine doing that yourself. And I like my my my, my features. I'm gonna do like <laughs> oh my gosh. For a moment You're so sincere. For a moment, I thought she was going the other way, and she wanted to take the flare spot. <laughs> That's what I thought. Oh, I got not. I'm not getting super kicked in this. <laughs> like, I'm not volunteering to get super kicked by by Shawn Michaels. You're like, I'll take out Ric Flair, but I'm not. I'm not taking that. I'm not eating that super kick. Are you kidding? Legendary Ric Flair. Man, I I think. You know, now that you bring up Shawn Michaels, someone sh should have said that they would tag team with God at this point. You've never gotten that answer, have you? Oh. That might be mine someday. Oh. <laughs> One of the most energetic answers we've got was from the lovely Kate's fiance, Dan Barry. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Kayfabe, bro. <laughs> Here's what happened. I'll tell you the, the Twitter engagement to Dan Barry. I'm on another show called the Mark Order Podcasts, and my co-hosts always make me play Fuck Mary Kill. And they uh Dan Barry tweeted back, K me, please, like kill me, please. And I was like, I'm gonna marry the shit out of you. And that's how Dan Barry and I got Twitter engaged. Oh so my God. not really. But what was his answer to the hot tub time machine question? Oh, oh, instantaneously he goes, That's easy. Hogan Andre. I'm taking Hogan out, and it's gonna be the biggest payday ever. He's he's like <laughs> 10 minutes, then all of a sudden, the body slam, the leg drop, I'm going home. That's it. I'm like, wow. good on him. It's, it's his money. 
But I, you know maybe what? I, like, there, there, you know, some things were flowing through my mind, but I was like, I just have to go with this one. You want to end Ric Flair. I love it. <laughs> you know, I would make sure that he never came back, but the job wasn't done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My question for you. What do you want your opponents at PPW to know? Ooh, okay. Um, I want them to know that just because I look like a sweetheart doesn't mean that they should take me lightly. I am 5'2", so I'm very short, but that doesn't mean that I won't kick your ass. My eye is very sharp and I only have it, I only have my sight set on one thing. So if you are in the way, of that, I would say it's gonna rain and it's not gonna be pretty good for you. Fight wow. in the words from JC Storm heading into this weekend. I mean, I don't I don't think I can top that as far as questions. Rit, if you have anything that you want to say, or JC Storm, if you want to let the people know where they can find you. Um, you guys can find me at Luminous JC Storm. That's for Instagram and Twitter. And for Facebook, it's just JC Storm. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, especially right after you get out of training. You were like, you know what? I'm going to prepare to kick ass, and then I'm going to go talk to Kate and Ritt here at Front Row Materials before PPW. Very excited to see you. I was like, I look horrible. You look great. You look like you were in the, you looked like you were training. You looked like you were destroying people. I love it. That's exactly <laughs> what's going to happen at PPW this weekend. So be sure to sure to check out the show. Be sure to follow JC Storm. Rhett, you want to take us home? Hey, any way we could possibly twist your arm to come back sometime? Of course, but don't twist my arm too much because I broke my arm before. I don't know if you can see it here. Ooh, oh my ow. goodness. That is a scar. Yeah. Dang. It was during training, too. Wow. Well, thank you, JC. Guess we're going to see you this Saturday live at PPW. Yeah, I can't wait to see you guys. Thanks. Take care. See you guys. Bye, JC. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Man, Kate, that was just, that was over the top. I love that interview. I love the, the, passion she has for this and the confidence she has going into this Saturday's PPW show. Absolutely. She is young, but she is hungry and she is goal oriented as hell. So <laughs> she is definitely on the hunt for that PPW women's championship. We're going to see what happens. Uh, she got real close with the Dina Steele. We'll see if she works her way back into that picture and definitely keep an eye out because she's got a lot of exciting shows coming up and she is a force to be reckoned with. Like a lot of natural disasters. Exactly. And, man, I hate to say this, Kate, but I, I can't tell Freeland I had this much fun with you. Ouch. So. We'll say, yeah, yeah, it was cool. It, it was all right. We'll, we'll make him feel needed. You know what I mean? I'm, like, we argued the whole time. Red Sox, Yankees, you know. Oh, yeah. See, that's so. how I knew she's going to be an ass kicker. She's on the correct side here. Uh, see, I sit there and I tried to overlook that on Twitter. <laughs> 
<laughs> I never in a million years thought that you were going to bring that up. Of course. But She's now, on my side. But now and I know you better now. You, Yeah, there you go. You learned something about me, too. <laughs> so, well, guys, another great show in the books. One more to go before we hit PPW's eighth anniversary. So that is the cake. I am the writ. Former WWE superstar Matthew Adams, a.k.a. Murphy. Undisputed Era's Bobby Fish, Enzo and Cass, Hubertu Guerrera, Kona Reeves, Ace Austin, Mercedes Martinez, and much, much more. Tickets are on sale right now at ppwwrestling.com. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot going on here with this big show. Man, we're just one day away from this big show. And... We've got an, another amazing guest here tonight, Freeland. I'm excited. This, I'm this very excited. Just keeps getting better. And let's wait no longer and let's bring in Ms. Mercedes Martinez. Hello, hello. How are you guys? We are great. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> so there's so many things that are going on and we are approaching this show and it's going to be a huge one. So... You know, so many things are happening in the world of wrestling. You got to feel really good about uh, about everything happening right now. I am. I, I I tend to look at things always in a positive light, no matter what goes on um, in the wrestling world. I'm just glad that there's uh, wrestling is coming back. Uh, live audiences are coming back. Uh, places are getting packed again, um, even through this pandemic and in COVID-19. And I'm just hoping that everyone still takes their precautions. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm just excited to be back in, in, in the independence, not to say that my time in WWE wasn't great. I just think going back into this realm of the indies and, and while there's live events, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like wrestling in front of live events anyways, but I'm excited. No, I agree with you 100%. It's uh, we've talked to so many different people and they've said that, you know, wrestling uh, without an audience makes it really hard because so much of what you guys do is playing on the emotions of the audience. And when that's not there, it, it really changes the dynamics of everything. Oh, it definitely does. It's almost like when you're training in front of your peers and you're trying to put a match in front of your peers, that's basically what was going on. And then I know for me and, and for a lot of wrestlers, we need that interaction with the fans. We need the booze, we need the cheers, we need everything, the clapping. We need all of that because a lot of our matches are based upon that and, and just reactions. And it hypes you up, it really does. There's nothing like walking through the curtain and getting that hype. You know, if you walk out through a curtain and all you hear is music and nothing but crickets, it's kind of hard to get yourself pumped up and get that adrenaline going. And, and you know, your energy level, not that it, it doesn't stay at the top notch, it kind of goes down just a little bit. You're like, all right, now you have to go with the motions and pretend that there's people out there and pretend that you're getting the reactions that you want. So just having a live audience makes the difference in any match. Doesn't matter if there's five, 10 people in the audience, as long as they're loud and like just up to it, it makes a difference in any match. Well, let me ask you this, you know, when it comes to the enthusiasm of the audience and the excitement, and you guys said you, you love hearing that and it helps you with your performance. When did that first hit you as far as the, the bug or the itch itself when it comes to wrestling? Because it's a very unique profession to be in. Uh, can you kind of take us back to when you first were introduced and what is it that you saw and why was it that it's something that interested you? 
Um, well, I've always been a wrestling fan uh, since I was small. I think my uncle and my brothers uh, always got me into it. It was I was always athletic. I was always physical. And wrestling is just one of those things. At that time, back when, you know, I was young, uh, you know, probably eight, nine years old, there was, I didn't think that it was entertainment. It wasn't like sports entertainment. To me, I saw it as a sport. It was almost like watching a soap opera, but not really a soap opera. You had all these characters and stuff. It was like a cartoon coming into real life with real people. And that's how I saw it back then. Um, when I started, got when I got into wrestling, it was kind of just by accident. It wasn't like I wanted to become a professional wrestler. It just kind of fell in my lap at the time uh, in my life where it needed to be there. And my first match was in my own hometown. It was against a guy by the name of the Juice, and that right there, just coming through the curtain and having my hometown family and friends screaming my name and all that, that was when it actually realized, yeah, this is what I can do. I've always played in front of cl crowds, playing basketball and big crowds and having the, an audience in that aspect. Or when I was a cheerleader, like I've always been around big crowds, but this was a whole different level. It was where the crowd actually either has to boo you or cheer you. And it was based on what you did, not necessarily a team aspect. It was you you are the one who creates that narrative. And that was something new and different for me. And that's why psychology plays a big part. Training plays a big part in wrestling and people don't understand it. Taking acting classes plays a big part too into everything that you want to show people what you have and wrestling, man, that first time walking through that ring and, and through the curtain, that first time, that was it. That's all it took, just that one time. And after that, I haven't stopped since. <laughs> So when it comes to, you know, deciding that this is what you're going to do, what was the response like from family, friends? Was it something that, oh, wow, you know, this is kind of catching us out of the blue? Or was it something that just kind of fit the narrative with you being an athlete, being performing in front of you know, large crowds? Was this something that just seemed like a natural fit? Uh, for most most of my family, yeah, we're we're a big wrestling fan. Uh, we're all big wrestling fans, and it was something that we were, we always watched the pay per views and WrestleManias. We always ordered it back then. Um, it was just a big family thing. So for them to actually see me do it, it wasn't that it was a shock. It was just like, all right, she's doing something new again, because <laughs> I was always trying something new, whether it was playing football with the guys, trying karate, trying boxing, trying cheerleading. Basketball was always my love, but wrestling, you know, when you're when you're young, you do backyard wrestling. I don't want to call it that when I'm young, but it was wrestling with my brothers, making these cardboard belts with the neighborhood. So for me to transition something actually becoming real and, and, and actually making this a profession was for them like, all right, Mercedes is trying something new again. Let's see how long this is going to last. She might stop this in a few years and do something else like she always does. Uh, but I've stuck around with it for the last 20 years. So uh, they're really supportive. They really love uh, what I do. They can watch me on TV. Um, I always send them links to wherever I'm at. If they can come to the shows, great. If they can't, I always make sure I get the DVDs and I send it to them. YouTube, like there's so many ways for them to watch me now. Um, but they're, they're really proud of me and it's a big support system. It's not just my mom or my dad or my brother. It's the whole family, and I come from a big family. <laughs> well, well, Mercedes, it seems like you're very competitive no matter what sport you're in and what you're doing. And this Saturday, PPW, you don't have just one opponent. You have two. You have Christina Marie and Rachel Ellering. You know, what are your thoughts? What's your mindset going into this match? I'm going in to tear the house down. What are you talking about? <laughs> 
this is my, you know, first match post WWE. So I got a lot to, uh, not to prove, but I got a lot to show. And, and I want people to understand that no matter where I'm at in wrestling, that um, I still have a lot to give and I got a lot to uh, show out. So the concept is show up and show out. And, you know, I've wrestled Christina Marie before. We've had our battles and I don't take her lightly. Rachel Ellering is also in a place where, you know, she's, she's, she wants to show out and, and show her worth as well. And I haven't wrestled her. So this will be our first time in the ring together um but in a three-way anything can happen i'm looking to come out of that match as a winner and tear the shit down basically what would you say makes the independent scene so enjoyable um you know a lot of wrestlers love to be on the independent scene because they really get to call their shots would you agree with that that definitely leaves you with a lot more freedom Oh, definitely. I think uh, creative freedom in your matches, creative freedom in your character development. Um, I, I think that's one of the big things that, you know, all wrestlers love to have is the freedom to do what they love to do in their own way. Um, we always, I, I've, I've never really had a character character. I was always what you see is what you get. I was always ahead of my time when I first started wrestling. Um, but I think with anybody who has a character in the independence, um, it's their character. No one gave it to them. They're always, it's a trial and error. 10, you know, nine out of 10 times is a trial and error, but the creative freedom is really what a lot of us love to have. And we always love input. We always love advice. And we always take that to the heart when it comes to our character development, even in our matches, you know, no match is going to be a hundred percent perfect. No match is going to be the way that you, you know, want to do it. But when you can get advice and, and, and support from your peers and, and the locker room and the bookers and the promoters, um, that's going to help you in your match as well. And I think that's something that differentiates anything from any promotion is sometimes the independence, you just have that freedom to do what you want to do. And if people don't like it, then you always can go back and fix it. And you can always develop your character in, in, in a timely fashion that you see fit. Um, you don't have the added pressure of being on TV to make a character work. I always say that to make a character work, you have to be 100% invested in that character, in your heart and in your mind. And if you're not, then it's never going to be portrayed like that in on TV. If I had a zombie character and I don't feel like being a zombie, you will see that in, in on TV. It's the truth. If, if I don't feel up to it and I don't feel like it's working for me, it's going to be portrayed on that TV and then it's never going to take off. You have to be 100% invest whatever you're doing in whatever character you are doing. It needs to be believable. It needs to be realism. And I think that's why the independence people love it. It's just that creative freedom to do what you love to do without anybody um, telling you to do it. They're giving you advice. They're helping you build that character. And if it doesn't work out, then you reinvent yourself once again. But it's on you. It's on your terms. Well, Mercedes, I always have to ask every guest a question. Freeland doesn't really care for oh. it too much. Um, it, no, nope, it, nope. It's the, I, I love hearing the answers I get. Hot tub time machine. You can go back in time to any wrestling match in history, take somebody out, and put yourself in that match. What match would it be and why? I don't think I have an actual match that I would put myself in. I think... Uh, it would be in the reign of when Natty Neidhart was SmackDown champion. It was her second reign as champion. Um, when she had that reign, she had all these incredible, you know, uh, challengers, Naomi, she had Charlotte. And I think I would interject myself in that reign somehow and make my debut and take her out and say, I'm the force that you need to be reckoned with because no one knows who I was. 
um, that's where I would be in that midst of her reign and, and have matches. And I think that if I did it right, I would interject myself probably after the Charlotte match uh, that she had and probably make my name with her. And me and Natty would go on to have this big, long feud of you know, the best of three, the best of five, leading to a cage match, leading to so many stipulations that maybe at that time no one's seen. Um, that's where I would interject myself. Where I think Natty would be her best if she can just showcase a lot more of her skills and her veteran status. And, and, and she's just a very... I've never wrestled Natty, so every time I, I talk about her, it's like, man, if only I had the chance. But wrestling her would, be, would have been a highlight of mine. And not just one match like a combination of matches where it's this big fan of it keeps overlapping itself. She wins one, I win one, and we just keep going. And so we have this big blow off match. And of course I, I win because I need to be. So that's where I would interject <laughs> myself. So it's not just one match. I think it's just, it's the one person that I want to wrestle in, in her championship reign where a whole reign, uh, literally it was just Mercedes and Natty for like a year long feud. <laughs> and so the combination would be me, I win finally. Well, the clock is counting down. Obviously, go to ppwwrestling.com. Get your tickets if there are still some remaining because they are absolutely going fast. Uh, Mercedes, we are so excited. What are some final words you have for the fans that are coming out to see you? And what do you have to say to your opponents? What's going to happen? Well, for to the opponents, I think Christina Marie knows what I am all about. So she knows how hard I can hit. She knows that I'm a no-nonsense type of girl. Uh, once we get in the ring, it's balls to the wall, literally. I am going in there to take everyone out. Rachel, uh, you know, we, we've been on the scenes together. You know, we're friends. But when we get into the ring, all friendship goes out the door. Because at the end of the day, you want to be the winner. And I'm walking out as the winner. And, and I'm looking forward to, you know, getting another tighter shot at the PPW Women's Champion. And then, you know, that's my goal is to win every bell on the Indies. That's it. <laughs> as far as the fans go, um, I'm really excited to see fans. I'm really excited to inter interact with the fans. So I can't see everyone there. I can't wait to interact and just talk and just feel like things are going back to normal because I haven't had that in the last two years. So I'm really excited. I'm really just, I'm nervous too. Uh, make sure everyone wears their mask because I'll be wearing mine. <laughs> I don't interact without it. <laughs> um, you know, so take your precautions, but I, I'm super excited. I'm super like, I, I just, I'm elated. I think is what it is. I really am. Well, I know we're excited to see you at the big event. It is coming up. We wish you all the best, but you don't need it because it sounds like you're going to go out there and kick <laughs> ass and take names. Mercedes, thank you so much for your time. We will definitely talk with you down the road. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Wow. What do you think about that? I mean, confidence well, is exuding from this young lady. She's definitely ready. I hope the other two are. I was just about to say good. Goodness gracious, I hope these two women get their sleep and eat their Wheaties and do what they're supposed to do because she is all business. Yeah, and like we've been saying all week, this is a hype week for PPW. Five days of hyping up. We've interviewed many, many people. And guess what? That day is soon coming. One day away. After tomorrow, it's PPW's eighth anniversary show. And you are not going to want to miss this. They keep announcing names, you know, daily that are coming to this. Yeah, there's there's big news. Everything just keeps coming out. And, and that's the beauty of with PPW. I mean, there's so many unexpected things. You know, they say expect the unexpected in wrestling. I mean, 
Ritster, should we go down the card here and just kind of refresh everybody so far of all the matches that they're going to be able to see? The ones I can remember? Yeah, we can. <laughs> let's go ahead and let's take a look at um, a big one. Ace Austin versus Casey Navarro. I think that is going to be absolutely, it could steal the show right there. Both guys are incredibly talented. I mean, Ace Austin has been anywhere and everywhere. Casey Navarro definitely has the abilities. Um, and I think it's his time, in my opinion. Yes. Uh, you know, Ace Austin, Impact, AAW, now PPW, back-to-back-to-back weeks. This man's in big matches, big shows all the time. We got Facade. We got Buddy Matthews, which is uh, a.k.a. Buddy Murphy in the WWE. And we got JT Dunn. I'm telling you right now, I love three-way dances, as you know, Mercedes was saying before. But this one also could absolutely be killer because there's so much hungry young talent. Is, uh, is Buddy Matthews going to be able to step in there and take on two guys who – Want it just as badly, maybe if not more. Hey, Buddy Matthews doesn't even have to be in the pinfall to take the loss. Facade could could roll up JT Dunn. JT Dunn could sit there and get the pin on Facade. Buddy Matthews could just be there watching. You know, you never know what's going to happen. And that's the problem with a three-way dance is because everybody's got to be on their toes because anything can happen at any time. It's not your shoulders that need to be on the mat for three. Hey, another one. We got Alpha Jr. taking on Kaz XL. Man, you talking about two monsters going head to head. The irresistible force versus the immovable object. Man, these guys are going to be bulldozing, battling it out. Who's coming out on top? You got to be there to find out. Yeah, uh, Big Cass has, has done so many different things here. Cass XL because he is seven feet tall. And, and you can't, can't teach, teach that. that. He's been everywhere, Impact Wrestling as well. We are so happy to see his reemergence into wrestling. But Alpha Jr. as well. I mean, he's got the lineage from the family. It's something that's in their bloodline. Two huge guys who are going to be fighting for supremacy of PPW. Who's going to come out? Who's not? But most importantly, how bloody could this match be? What kind of injuries could come out of this match? This is something that is not going to be for the faint at heart. These two guys are for sure going to tear the house down. What about this one? Juventud Guerrera and Enzo. How about a match like that? I mean, we just talked about Cass XL. Now we have Enzo and Juventud Guerrera, who we most recently saw, uh, the five labors of Jericho with AEW. Two guys who definitely can go to the top rope. Two guys that can definitely go ahead and go in the ring. Which one's going to come out on top? What's your thoughts on this one? Oh, man. Well, if we're going to talk battling with the mic, the man with the gift of gab, Enzo would win that hands down. But we're not wrestling with microphones. We're wrestling inside the ring. Who can show that he still's got a little bit left in the tank? Can Enzo sit there and come out on top? That's my pick. I'm taking Enzo. And you can't teach that bada boom, realist guys in the room. We'll also talk about the tag team championship. Sambo show defends against Project Mayhem. This is going to be so absolutely exciting. Project Mayhem has got to be one of 
the most polished and from a psychological standpoint, really, really on point. You never know which version of them you're going to get. They even admit they like to change things up pretty often. So is Sambo Show going to be able to handle whatever is thrown their way? Or could things get a little confusing? And remember, all you got to do is turn your opponent off just for a moment to get that three count. I think Sambo Show is going to have their hands full in this one. In the heavyweight championship match, we are going to be seeing Joey Martinez taking Bro Keller on for the finals. This is going to be an interesting uh, matchup right here because Bro Keller has been fighting and clawing his way to the top. But then again, you can never take Joey Martinez too lightly. Rit, I ask you this question. When it comes to these two guys, who are you feeling? Hey, I got to go with my man, the closer, Joey Martinez, with his manager, Mr. Ruda. Man, the closer is closing out this tournament, closing out the deal, closing out that championship gold. Let's not forget we're also going to see Bobby Fish taking on Deshaun Pratt. Obviously, that is going to be really, really exciting. Two guys who it's going to be, I feel like, a Greco-Roman style matchup. I think they're going to go ahead and try to wear each other down. They're very much Matt wrestlers. I like that kind of style. It's the grinding out who is going to be able to withstand whose punishment. I'm excited about that. Who's going to win on that one? Will it be the former Undisputed Era Bobby Fish or will it be Deshaun Pratt? That one right there, in my opinion, could definitely steal the show. Yes. And another one we got that was just recently signed, Noah Keikoa taking on Fox Vineyard. Ooh, tell me about that one. Former uh, NXT star, you know, Keikoa, a little high-flying action there. But he has a ground-and-pound brawler in Fox. That one, it's kind of like, wait a minute, we don't know who's going to get the upper hand. Is it going to be, oh, we're going to brawl this whole match? Or is uh, Noah going to sit there and get those high-flying moves in and pull out a quick victory? Well, there's so many things that are going to be happening in this show, and we're so excited. Once again, it's the 8th anniversary show brought to you by PPW. If you have the opportunity, go to ppwwrestling.com. Get your tickets right now. I know they are selling out super, super fast. Um, it's one of those things where you don't want to say, oh, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll get tickets. We'll get tickets. Don't worry. You could be that person that gets shut out. So many people are going to be on this show. There's going to be a fan fest as well. Awesome experiences right now. Tell the people about the different things that they're going to get on this eighth anniversary show, not just the card itself. Well, let's hold off on the fans for a second. If you are a worker, referee, manager, a man, that person that loves the business, you can sit there and sign up for $60 for a Buddy Murphy seminar. That will be oh, wow. from 12.30 to 3.30. Yes. That sounds fantastic. How much is that again? $60. And how long is it? Three hours. Wow. Buddy Matthews, Buddy, Mur a.k.a. Buddy Murphy. Man. But the Fan Fest right after that, 4.30 to 7. Wow. You got a star-studded event. You can get autographs and pictures with one of your good friends, Chris Van Vliet. Buddy Love Matthews, some Bleed. Yes. Enzo, Kaz XL, uh, Moose, who was just a, a recent addition. You know, 
Mercedes Martinez, Bobby Fish, you know, Hooventoot. The list goes on and on. And that's not even counting the stars of PPW. You got the No Limits champion Rembrandt. You got Casey Navarro. You got JT Dunn. You know, you got South Philly's finest. Man. Gotta love South Philly's finest. Adina Steele, Christina Marie. The list goes on and on. How can you not sit there and come to the show? You know, when it comes to something like this, obviously there's a seminar opportunity for you. There's a fan fest for several hours long. You're going to be able to get autographs. You're going to be able to buy merchandise, meet the stars. And then when it's bell time, you're going to see some of the greatest wrestling there is. So many stars, not only of PPW, but of people coming into PPW. I'm so excited. But you know what, Rit? I feel bad because... There's the Take Your Shot Rumble that's going to be happening as well. How exciting is that going to be? There is so many things right here, so many storylines, so many creative opportunities for people in this big match. Man, we have no idea who all the entrants are. There could be surprises. Earlier this Wednesday, just yesterday, we talked to Rembrandt and Cosmic. Could Cosmic be entering? We don't know. We have no idea. Uh, what we do know is the winner gets a shot at the heavyweight championship. That's incredible right there. How many times do you get a shot at the heavyweight championship? Right now in one night, it could be theirs. It could be their miracle moment right there that will define their career and take them to the next level. But you're not going to find out unless you get your tickets once again, head on over to ppwwrestling.com. You hit their shop button. You can go over and get tickets as well. While you're on their website, you can also order, order incredible merchandise as well. Get your PPW merchandise. Make sure you wear it loud and proud when you come either to the seminar, the fan fest, and the big night itself. But we're gonna we're, we're forgetting something, Rit. We're forgetting something. Mm. We're gonna be involved. I'm gonna be there. The lovely and talented Kate Hensler is going to be there. The lovely and talented Freeland's going to be in Cincinnati. I'll be in the studio. Yeah. Uh, but you will be there with me live to hype this up. It's going to be a great show. We're going to be getting live interviews. We're going to be streaming live on our Twitch channel. We'll be letting people know more and more about that. Kate and Rit are going to be not only in the crowd talking to the great fans of PPW, but we're going to be getting in-depth interviews with people leading up to the big event itself, getting their final comments and thoughts. We'll be talking to fans. We'll be seeing anything and everything that is there. Our roving cameras and reporters will be capturing everything that is the eighth anniversary of PPW. Man, I can't wait one more day till this big event. One. Not two. And, and just think... Just Monday, we kicked off this huge event with Alpha Jr. And now here we are on Thursday. We had just got done speaking with Mercedes Martinez. And a little bit earlier, Kate and I was talking to J.C. Storm. Man, we only got one more day. And tomorrow, Joey Martinez, Ooh. Mr. Ruta, Bro Keller. I was there last month at Ariel Salt. These two need they, they have a hate and a despise for each other. They had to get pulled apart not once but twice. 
I'm kind of glad we got him here via the lovely worldwide internet because you and I couldn't pull them apart. No, definitely not. And I think what's also going to make this uh, entire event so exciting is the venue that it's in is such an intimate setting where you really don't have a bad seat. You are going to be there. You're going to be able to see it all. You're going to be able to hear it all. You're going to be so close to the action. And that's what's what makes PPW so great. They care about their fans. They want to make sure everybody has the best seat in the house. So you know what? You're going to be ready for anything and everything. There may be things flying. Hey, they may wrestle into the crowd and maybe right there next to you. But you'll never know unless you go to pprestling.com and get your tickets. I know I sound like a broken record. I sound like your mom telling you, you got to make sure you wear your jacket. But I'm just telling you this because I care about you. Truly, my heart does. Go to pprestling.com. Go ahead and click on that shop button. Get your tickets now. Do not be one of those few that says, I wish I would have been but I wasn't. The Fan Fest, everything that is involved in the 8th anniversary of PPW. Rick, I think we've said it all. Hey, one more day. So, what we're going to do is, we're going to sign off for tonight. Make sure you're here tomorrow, live, Friday, September 10th. Why, you ask? We've got two guys that are going for the heavyweight title in studio tomorrow what a way to close out the week i could not be more excited right now this is going to be epic right now the heavyweight championship in many people's opinions is the pinnacle it is the most prestigious championship there is and we have both combatants they're ready to go they're ready to go to blows but you know what we're going to keep them apart for one last moment we're going to get their comments and see where their minds are leading into this huge huge confrontation yeah, so guys, check us out tomorrow. Follow us on Twitch. Head on over to YouTube. Follow us. DM me on Twitter. That's underscore V underscore Rit. If you want one of our fantastic newly designed shirts, $20 on the low, low price. We don't know how long they're going to be around, so please, please do not wait or hesitate go ahead and dm rit and we will make sure that you get on the list to make sure you get a shirt because once they're gone as they say they could be gone for good correct but he is freeland i am the rit see you guys next time this is front row material
stops.
stops. <laughs>